Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. so happy to be talking to you all again today. My dad first brought this message to the pulpit January 12, 1975. Topic today is a family heritage, a scripture taken from 2 Timothy, the first chapter of the fifth verse. It says, I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and now I am sure it dwells in you. So a family heritage. It's interesting in this that Paul does not mention the faith of Timothy's father, but he talks of his grandmother and his mother and how they pass their faith on to their son. And when we look at our own lives and the lives of the people around us, and we know the importance of the mother in our lives. So when we read the story of Paul's devotion to Timothy, And that devotion went all the way back to when they were kids because they had known each other as they grew up. And they knew just how important it was to the grandmother and the mother that they instilled young Timothy with the faith that they felt was important. And at the time, they felt it was worth the risk. And that's that's important when you talk about a family heritage. I mean, is it worth the risk? And in that time, to have faith in our Lord could actually lead you to be a convicted criminal and a convicted criminal by the government of the land. And now look at any of us in our belief in Christ. Is your belief strong enough that not only would you put yourself at risk, but would you teach your faith to your children and put them at risk? And any parent will tell you that it's one thing to accept a risk for yourself. But to have your child potentially sacrificed is another thing. So what did Timothy's family leave him? Well, they left him with a faith in Jesus Christ as the Lord and with the faith that Christ was the leader of his life. And that begs the question, what will we leave our children? Now, my dad, and he looked on his life in 1975. And in 1975, he was a 60-year-old pastor And as a 60-year-old pastor, he knew that he was nearing the end of his active pastoring, if that's the right word. And he said that he, he admitted that he knew that he would not be able to leave his children, meaning my sister and myself. He was not going to be able to leave us a whole lot of money. Oh, there might be a few acres of farmland down in Arkansas. But he was, he was hoping that, that he had left us the same faith that he had in the Lord. But he didn't know that any more than any other parent really knows. Now, in 1975, I was 25 years old. I was in Germany in the Army. And my sister, well, I believe she was just about to graduate from law school. And she went on to be a judge for over two decades. And and I went on, well, I went on to do this. So as my dad looked at his life and the family heritage that he was leaving, he was wondering, And I wouldn't say concerned is the right word, 
But I think that he was wondering, had he really shown the faith in the Lord and passed that on to both my sister and myself? And I have to say that, in my opinion, as I look at my sister's life now and I look at my life now, that he did pretty well, he and my mother. And he did pass on that faith of the Lord. So what do you think you should leave your children? I mean, the first thing that most people think about is, you know, money or land or buildings or, you know, physical property. And there are people who in their old age, their retirement years, well, they literally do without the necessities of life simply because they want to be able to have something to pass on to their kids, to their family. And it's important that they do that to them. And yet my dad referenced, you know, at, at this time in 1975, the, the vice president of the United States was Nelson Rockefeller. And he was vice president to Gerald Ford. Interestingly, the they were the only vice president and president who were in their offices without actually having been elected to the office. But Rockefeller had done much to try to help people with the fortune that he inherited from his father. And the other Rockefeller children did the same. And he did what he could with the wealth. So I ask a question to yourself. Is that the most important thing to leave your child? You know, wealth or money or land? Or perhaps the most important thing is the philosophy of, of how they want to work or play. So what do you teach your child about work or play? Well, I think in everyone's life, there's a time when a parent looks at a child and goes, oh my goodness, how are they going to be able to take a place in society with the attitudes that they're showing today? How will they ever become a member, a good member, a positive member of society? I remember my dad helped me get a job with a construction company in the little town that we were living in. And when I got home after that first day on the job, and I know that it was a long day. They were nine, ten-hour days. And that first day was spent, well, most of it with a shovel in my hand. And he looked at me, and the first thing he asked me was, did you get fired? And when I was thankfully able to tell him that no, I did not, and that I was going to be able to go back to work the next day. But to this day... I truly am not sure whether or not my dad was certain that I would be able to keep that job beyond one day. But a child has to learn how to give an employer adequate work for the dollars that they're being paid. And they learn that from watching their parents or or other examples, you know, from watching that village that raises them and that teaches them how they're going to react for the rest of their life. So that's their attitude toward work. But what's going to be their attitude toward play? I mean, are they going to be able to make time in their work days to have recreation? Are they going to be able to make time in their lives to be able to play and teach their children how to become adults? Just like learning to work, your child needs to learn how to play from from their parents, you know, from their mom and their dad. So then you have the philosophy of life. I mean, that is what do you live by? And like it or not, every family has this philosophy, this culture that they live by. Now, I'm not talking about any ethnic culture. I'm talking about the culture that is inside the household itself. I mean, when you look at the kitchen in the family room and and the doors are closed and it's just the family unit in there, I mean, what is the culture that is going on there? 
Does a child admire the way his mother and his father act and live and conduct themselves when they're not out in public? One would hope that would be the case for everyone. Sadly, we know it's not, but you know, one would hope that it would be. So what do we know? Well, we, we've talked about what you're going to leave your child and what you're going to provide your child that, well, when they grow up and leave the family or when you die, because for most of us, our children will carry on their lives based on our lives. So will you leave your child a faith in Christ? Is your faith in Christ going to be something that they know that is a Christian way of living? And will they even be bothered to pick up what little you have in the way of faith? So there's, there's many ways to show your faith. But it is interesting how many people there are on a membership role of a church, any church. And would the minister even recognize some of these people? Because they haven't been to church very often in a long time. But if they don't recognize the parents, then they're not going to recognize the children either. So hopefully, we are all involved in a faith-based church activity. And if someone listening to this podcast doesn't have that faith-based church in their lives, I encourage you to be looking for one. But the really most important thing in my mind is, will you love the Lord and try to live for Him the best you can? And will you somehow be able to leave that faith, that love of the Lord with your children, so that your children, as they grow up, as they become parents, that they will know that love of the Lord and pass that on to the next generation? I mean, these are all important things. But the most important thing is to live your faith in the Lord and have that family heritage so that your faith becomes your children's faith and becomes their children's faith. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace.